everybody, welcome back. We're in Studio 22, the Chad Prather Show podcast, uh, Thursday episode, sitting down with my good friend, and I, she's family at this point. Oh, You're family. You. Jenny and <laughs> you and your husband, Heath Oaks, I, y'all are family at this point. And I was sitting there, and I was thinking the other day, and I want to get into this. We'll talk more about it, because I got I to gotta give my podcast blurbs here before I do it, but, so, but yes, I'm going to prep you before we go to this. Okay. I was thinking about you guys the other day, and how fast... After I met y'all, how fast our relationship developed as a friendship with my family, your family, and, like, all of a sudden, it's like y'all have always been a part of We us. had the dimensions of compatibility. <laughs> you know, like We're the dating apps. That. We're going to go with that. There you go. So I'm going to get to Jenny in a minute. Incredible. And I just, I'm so excited. Finally, and I'm going to tell that story, too, about it's been a hard to get you on the podcast. And we'll talk about why. <laughs> But anyway, I want to encourage everybody, just like I always do, if you're watching this, I want to encourage you right now, you can go to blazetv.com slash Chad. You can subscribe, get the Humor Me show, as well as full edits of the Chad Prather show. You can get everything that Blaze TV offers. And not only that, I encourage you, if you're watching this, go to wherever podcasts are offered and hit subscribe. Well, you can you can do a search, Blaze TV, Chad Prather. It's going to take you to a landing page, and you're going to be able to go to Apple Podcasts. You can go to Google Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud. It's all one-stop shop right there. Whatever your choice is, you hit your platform, hit subscribe. It helps us. It's free for you, and it always just tells you when there's a new episode, which is going to be every evening about 6 p.m., Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. That's a whole lot of us. It's, it's a lot of chats, but it's perfect because it's like a little wind down at the end of the day. Something fun. Yeah. Right? It is. And Something the beauty of this, you you're right, because the beauty of this is people are able to watch it as a live premiere. Yeah. And and they can comment in real time while they're watching the podcast. So, like, right now, there are people watching this live premiere on a Thursday evening, and they're typing in their comments, <laughs> hey, from Cincinnati, hey, from – and hey, I mean, I wish I could see all the comments that are coming in as they're doing it, but – the world of podcasting. I think it is the future. I think uh, we were talking about it Amen. before we started. I think it probably another 10 years uh, before people just really understand the concept of podcast. Yeah, there, there's the people who are all about it, and there are the people who, like my mom, are still trying to find you know the podcast app on their phone. Yeah. But if you found it, you're super cool and ahead of the game. So <laughs> bravo. No, I, I, you know, I had to like take a screenshot of my phone and circle the podcast app and send it to my mother. And I said, look for this, yes. look for this, hit it, and then search my name, your son, search me. And I just started, I was like, she never could get it. So I was like, just send her the links, just send her the links. Every single time. Every yeah. single time. Hey mom. I know. What's hey, look, there's, on? there's Heath Oaks. There's your husband calling. Like he, he doesn't oh. think we're doing anything right now. He no, just, we did Heath. tell him the, the recording schedule. I know. Did we I'm not? Like, I know. There's Heath. He's looking for his wife is what's happening. And Uh-oh. I'm sitting down in studio 22 Uh-oh. with Jenny Ann Chondo. Jenny, here's what I want to talk about. And by the way, yeah. uh, let me just go ahead and say, as you know, we're hanging out here. Producer, I mean, uh, director, Mark Tate Hi, is sitting over there. He's the one that makes the magic happen. He sits over there in the in the Wizard of Oz seat. That's Yeah, that's a good one right there. You're the Wizard of Oz. Ooh, all knows? that power. Yeah, you got a lot of power over there. Party foul Steve's sitting over there I, by himself. I'm He's hanging out. I'm trying to figure out how to download a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think I see second shot on there. You do. That's what I'm looking yeah, at. Second right shot now. is yeah. on there. Yeah. And, and uh, uh, Bougie Sean will probably come in and sit down. Uh, with us here in a little bit. Metro Jason had to peace out. He, we were shooting some stuff for Humor Me over in the other uh, deal, and so he had to peace out. So anyway. I mean, how many jobs do you have? Uh, <laughs> I run my mouth for a living. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Now, I uh, I have a blast doing this show, and we, we have the best guests. We have the best time, and it's taken forever for me to get you on this podcast. And we'll talk about the politics oh. of that later on if you want to. But yeah. first, you are a journalist. Mm-hmm. Now, in this day and age of "quote unquote" fake news, fake news. Oh, there's there's Metro Jason coming in now. Look at him. Yes. Look, go over to the peanut gallery. There, go over to the peanut gallery, oh. and there's Metro Jason sitting down. You're so handsome. Thank you. I see why he has the name. Or yeah. is, should he's, it be obvious? And he smells just, just like he always does. And he wears the cowboy body butter. Bougie Sean is here. Bougie, go in there to the peanut gallery and say hello to everybody. And uh, you guys, I'm really trying to build y'all's popularity. Look at that. Look at this. Yeah. We, we love having uh, a good looking crew around here. And so <laughs> this, is, this is a room full of testosterone and handsome is what I'm telling you. <laughs> but you're a journalist, Jenny. And yeah. I appreciate that. You love telling the news. And I, I, I want you to kind of walk through your resume because you're an Idaho girl. Uh-huh. 
So and I, I want s- you to walk me through the story. Okay, this is a long story. Uh, so I started out in a small station in Yakima, Washington, mm-hmm. Eastern Washington, between like Spokane and Seattle, uh, working as a producer. So behind the scenes, writing the show, you know, having the anchor yell at you, scream at you, chaos ensues. Then got a reporter job there, and then um, ended up replacing that anchor who yelled. <laughs> <laughs> as the um, 10 and 11 o'clock anchor um, in Kennewick, Washington for NBC. Yeah. Then went to Tucson, Arizona, one of the most amazing places. I love Arizona. I still get messages from people oh. who are like, is that is that our Jenny from Tucson? Yes. And we have mutual friends from Tucson. They yes. Both, yeah, so it's funny. Oh, I loved it. I loved Tucson. Um, so I worked for CBS there and anchored the morning show and then worked for Fox in Indianapolis for several years. And then worked for Fox in Dallas for several yeah. years. Um, all these times doing morning shows. And then worked for a show called Morning Dose, which was uh, syndicated nationally and based in Dallas. Yeah. And then that show just moved to Houston. So here I am with you. Yeah. Which is the best place you can it's be, really. I mean, it's just So I've been, yeah, I've been all over the place. And, and so it's um, journalism, journalism. Yes, to your point. Um, so, I, like, I still get messages from people from, they, they send me messages that like, from Indianapolis. Like, we miss Jenny. Oh. We miss Jenny Fox in Indianapolis. Oh. There. And you, so, so. Local I news have, audiences are the bomb, by the way. They really are. Yes. And you had. I was do, so closely connected with all those people. So when you were doing, you and I got to know each other. We met when you were doing, um, I was a fan first. And because you were on Fox 4 um, uh, in Dallas. And you were kind of like. A household staple in the mornings. I mean, you were well, on there. You. Everybody knew that Jenny was on there, and so like our good friend Allison Stone Cipher. I mean, she was she was like, "Did you hear what Jenny said this morning?" But Jenny didn't. <laughs> like, you know, it was like the Jenny report, <laughs> and so we're watching. You know, Jenny, 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 and then of course we got to know each other, and uh, and we were fans because we watched uh-oh. you do videos in uh-oh. your truck. <laughs> so your husband Heath, who is an East Texas boy and slaughters the English language mm-hmm. with his Southern accent, and everybody, because I did my unapologetically Southern video and went viral, and everybody kept telling Heath that that reminded <laughs> them of him. So yeah, you guys, we saw Chad in an event, and Heath's like, "That's that's the guy. That's me. That's the guy that explains." Why I'm not an idiot because I have an accent. And my husband was elated. He was like, this guy put words to what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. So we became instant friends. It was good. And it was, and we did, we met at the uh, American Airlines Center. It was, uh, it was a sad reason mm-hmm. to meet. It was that after was. the Dallas shooting of the, the cop shooting. And we did a fundraiser there and kind of a celebrity thing. And so anyway, the rest is history. And uh, since then, you guys have just been family. Heath and I. Started doing uh, a podcast together, which was really kind of Heath's brainchild. Thank goodness you guys did. Yeah. Yes. And and now you and he are hosting Second Shot, which I encourage everyone to go download. If you care anything about success and business and just how to do life right, uh, you got to listen to Heath and Jenny on Second Shot. Oh, thank you, Chad. Thank you so much. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's I'm proud of I'm proud of the podcast. I'm proud of what you guys have. And, and, and it was a, you know, I was on it for a year with Heath, and I always felt like it was Heath's show, really, because he was the brain trust on that deal. Well, and but it, you were the a, brain. <laughs> <laughs> you guys will hear my, you guys will hear my husband. I think on Monday's show. <laughs> yeah, but I, you know, we we had the best time because Heath just puts it out there and does it, and and it's like. I was like Heath, you just run with it, man. I'm just I'm just here for color commentary along the way, oh. and so we did that for a year, and then I wound up going and, and doing the Chad Prather show, and you know, two years now, two years after that, where here we are, and uh, but anyway, we'll talk about Heath when Heath's around. I want to talk about you. You have this passion for just telling the news, yes, and I whether it's on your Twitter or your it, you've always. Just told the news. Like, you'll put it out there. Who's buzzing? This is, is probably is my Heath? husband again. Yeah, it's, it's, oh, yeah, it's, that's yeah. him. Is that Heath? Yeah. He wants his, he can, like, Heath, let me have my moment here. Like, like Heath, I this mean. is my minute. This is <laughs> this is my time. Uh, but so, yes, I Steve, lo- go out there. I'm going to tell him. <laughs> I'm going to tell him. Uh, yeah. You I'm going to get him. Yeah. He's out there. He's right. in a. Tell him to look for the good looking guy. Okay. Yeah, that narrows it down. Yeah. So anyway, journalism is like this lost art now in a way <laughs> because um, it is. well and and I do, I do love that you know everybody has a cell phone everybody can go out to an event and give their commentary on it everybody can go to something and essentially be a reporter 
-hmm. You know, it's like the world's full of citizen journalists, which is one thing, but then it does kind of get um, complicated when people are watching, say they're scrolling through Facebook and seeing commentary. I think that people are struggling right now to distinguish who's a blogger, who's an opinion, you know, who's giving opinion and commentary um, from a certain perspective and who is doing their best to be a journalist and truly present both sides. Yeah. I, so I had a guy who, you know, people always want to make their smart-ass comments, and they say, well, you know, it used to be Chad Prather just sat in his truck and gave his opinion. Now he thinks he's Barbara Walters, and he's sitting in here, and he's interviewing all these people, and when did he become an expert on everything? And I'm like, I'm an expert on nothing. You know, expert. <laughs> That's the joy of being That's the interviewer. Exactly. You don't have to know anything. <laughs> I love anything. that part. You know, Mark, my definition of an expert, X is any given amount. It's any number. And spurt is a drip under pressure. So, so you know, that's what an expert is. It's, it's just it's a drip under pressure <laughs> and it's a whole lot of it. You know, X is a, and or it's a person with a briefcase 40 miles from home or whatever you want to call it. Right. So anyway, I'm an expert of nothing, <clears throat> but I love talking to people. I love spending time with people. But it does frustrate me because uh, I was on I was on uh, Fox and Friends one morning mm-hmm. and we were talking about journalistic objectivity. And now everybody's giving an op-ed. Everybody's giving an opinion. You can't just tell the news anymore. It's very difficult to find outlets. And I think, well, and, and I don't think that there's definitely room for commentary. That's beautiful. That's entertaining. Should be. And, and I think that it gives people better perspective if they are trying to find out what are my views on this topic. And they don't have time to research it on their own. They can watch a couple of people who are having differing opinions. But it's important to watch both. And it's important to find some sort of news outlet that's just going to give you the facts. So, I mean, like, here's the real deal when it comes to people thinking about, oh, you know, fake news and that kind of stuff. If you're watching, wherever you're watching this from, if you have a local station, you know, like your small town, homegrown local station, these journalists are not making millions of dollars a year. If you're in a really small town, they may be making $18,000 a year. They're doing this because they love it. Yeah. Because they have a passion for journalism. So, so I mean, I, I can't give a blanket statement. Every single journalist has the, the most, you know, um, like innocent intentions. But by and large, if somebody's not making a lot of money off of it and they're working their behind off, they're, re- you know, at a local news outlet trying to tell the stories of the people. They're not out to harm you. Yeah. Like they are not out to get you. They're not for a gotcha. Nobody's looking for a gotcha moment. They're really just, I mean, did something happen? Was there a murder that needs to be investigated? We, do we need to tell people about what happened in this neighborhood? It, it, it's like they're just trying to inform you. Yeah. So, so we need to just, you know, in terms of, of that sort of hatred toward the media, I think that it's gone a little too far. Now, are there people who present themselves as journalists but then are giving opinions and th- th- then confuse people? Yes, that happens too. And so, you know, we all just have to be prudent, just like, you yeah. know, when you're shopping at a store and you're trying to find the best deal or you're trying to figure out, you know, you're hiring, hiring a realtor, you're hiring a contractor, any of those people you're bringing into your life, like be prudent about your journalists. I, I went to school at University of Georgia. My goal in going to Georgia originally, uh, besides uh, girls, was <laughs> I wanted to go to their broadcast journalism school. And they have a really good broadcast journalism mm-hmm. school. And so that was my goal of going over there and, and doing that. And I wound up taking another field of study, but I've always been fascinated by journalism, by broadcast, by doing all these things. And so that's, you know, that's the beauty of of where we live today. Unfortunately, unfortunately, they um, it's gotten to a point where it's so much opinion. It's so much interpretation of how you see the mm-hmm. the world that people they don't know where to trust anymore. So yeah. here's the thing. Here's the point I'm getting at because I've got a guy who sent me a message. And uh, come on in here and have a seat. Grab one of them folding chairs in there. No, you're going to be seen back there if you stay right there. you gotta, you got to come <laughs> get in the phone. We got, it's like Grand Central Station Live always audience in here. this deal. I know. <laughs> I'm telling you, I tell people all the time, we're going to do this podcast. We're going to do this show, and we're going to have a live audience. And they're like, well, where would the live audience come from? They're like, trust me, we always got people hanging Everybody. around. It's good. So, no, I um, – I had somebody that sent me a message the other day, and they always they always start out with like, "Well, your buddy Trump, you know, he did this," and I'm like, "Okay, look here, jackass, this is you know, do you want to have a conversation or you want to create an argument because you're coming at this thing all wrong?" Well, then the guy's like, "Well, I just don't know where to get news from anymore. I don't know where to find the news. Like, how do I find out what's happening?" 
do you even I mean, do you have you thought about that? Like, do you have yes. a source and a yes. solution? What's your opinion on okay, that? Okay, so the Associated Press. Yeah. I mean, an associate if any any event that happens, you can typically Google that event, Associated Press, and it's going to be look, I mean, these are human beings. Yeah. They are people. So they're on the scene and it is indeed their interpretation of something. But Associated Press is what those local news outlets are using for the most part in terms of getting their content. So you, like I said, it's like you're researching a, a realtor. Look about this person's background. I mean, is this person who was a politician and now they're on TV? Well, that's, that's fine. And that's actually really awesome. But just know that that's the perspective you're getting from them. But if you're on Google, even most of the, I mean, that's something Fox News Channel, CNN, MSNBC will all use some associated press content. So all of these outlets are using that uh, sort of template copy. That's what a lot of your local news is using as well. And and also really, truly, if especially if you're in a smaller town, your local news is just there to support you yeah. and, you know, tell you what's up in your town. They're, they're usually they're gonna, not. There are going to be so many people well, there who are going to be like, with... screw the AP. The AP is not telling yes, the truth. You're right. I'm just saying if yeah. you're trying to find a balance. The other way to find a balance is watch it all. We can't just, I mean, look, when you really want to know, okay, if you're thinking, does this dress look good on me? If you just ask, like, your one sort of BFF, she's going to be like, you look great. <laughs> is she not? Bitch, you through her teeth. Yes. You need to ask your mother who will give you the real, real deal. Yeah. Your absolute best friend, maybe that's your partner, truth. your husband. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it, you know, if, if you're if you're somebody who's truly looking for balance, I mean, you need to watch all of the national outlets at least sometimes, even if it like makes you cringe because you might learn something. So that's our, so that's you're exactly right, your mother. And by the way, guys, those of you who just came in, we got a whole bar back here. So if y'all want to fix a drink, we got Steve. Go get your ice. The uh, all you got to do is nod your head like that. We we drink. So the uh, anyway, it's 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 non-alcoholic, but we drink, you know apple juice. Lacroix. Anyway, but like my mother got so mad at me, uh, she texted me yesterday because we've been we've been giving each other the silent treatment. Uh, what's this about? So I did my character on Humor Me, one of my sketch characters that we do. Uh -huh. I did the Reverend Harold B. Swindle. Yes. And if you saw that, uh, you know, the Reverend Swindle, man, he's he's legit. He's just trying to he's just trying to get the gospel out there. He needs a plane. He needs a new plane. Sixty five million dollars needs a plane. <laughs> so we did this thing and my mother was did like, she not love Why that? are you making everybody so mad? And I'm like, Mom, I've never posted anything that didn't make people mad. And so, and, and True, so you've like, made me mad. And I'm like, Have I? No. Come on, tell I'm me. Pretty, have I? No. No. Okay. Well, but I'll, but I'll say like so, not everything. This is how people can be friends. I can yeah. look at something and be like, eh, exactly. I don't agree with that. Guess what? I keep scrolling and I'm like, okay, Chad's doing his thing. Yeah, I don't agree with everything I say. Right. Yeah. So uh -oh. I'm I'm a hundred percent okay. Now this is no. fake news. Like I don't even know what to do with it. No, no, no. I I trust me. I just put it out there to start the conversation, and that's the beauty of of what I'm able to do is I'm able to go out there and say things that. You know, I'm just basically starting a conversation. Like, what do you think? Now, let me say it in such an outlandish way that, you know, I'm not trying to tell you the news. I'm trying to stir you up. Mm -hmm. I want to get to know what you're thinking. Oh, and stir you do. Stir I do. I, I'm a, I am a pot stirrer, mm -hmm. among other words. And so I have people who come up and introduce themselves to me, and they say, well, we agree with most of what you say. Or I ag I agree with you some of the time, and I'm like, well, you don't have to tell me that. Uh -huh. Like I I don't need I, I'm not expecting you to agree with me 100 percent of the time. So I, I I start stirring it up. Well, and so okay, so for example, like that's an area people can go. It's like if you're trying to have a broad world perspective, watch Chad's stuff. Watch somebody <laughs> who stirs up a different kind of stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean. We have to be um, consumers of things outside of ourselves and our yeah. little circle and does this particular outfit look cute on me best friend you gotta you ask, have your to mom. ask somebody else yeah i mean the mom's you know you know the mom will tell you the real deal <laughs> my mom found i like I, I i like i felt bad because i texted her back i'm like mom why are you why do you defend these charlatan preachers and stuff like that you know like mm -hmm. the reverend swindle who is just the the to the nth degree extreme of everything that's bad about television evangelism which is not all bad. There's TV preachers out there that they need that money, and so I. So I, I did I, not like him at first. He kind of grows on you after Swindle? a little while. Yeah, Swindle's endearing. It's a little, I was like, oh. he's endearing. 
Those, uh, yeah. those Christian roots uh, run deep. I know they do. Those sacred cows make great hamburgers. Yes. But but here was the thing. So my mother and I said, Mom, what, you know, and then I felt bad because I was like, you know, what if one of my kids had texted, like if I was trying to encourage them to do something and they, they texted me and they were mad. And I was like, that would be, oh, I don't want to hurt her feelings. So finally, after four days of silence, she texted me back and she said, I love you, Chad. Oh, I was like, Mom. Shut up, woman. Mom. But see, but see, that goes back to the same example. Like your mom will tell you how it is. Tell you. Some other friend might might say, Oh yeah, that was great. Love yeah. that character, Chad. That yeah. was really nice. Exactly. And you're not getting the real deal. My mother is gonna see so much more Harold Swindle. It's I love the be... character because You love it, Shawnee. Well, the character no, the characters are on point. Actually, when we were watching your show the first time. <laughs> We, you know, we're watching. You oh, this know. is good. Oh, wow. Oh, Chad. Okay, that's funny. Okay, there's Jaden. Oh, he's got some celebrity guests. And then who's this dude? <laughs> Trigger the bows, baby. <laughs> and it took me like 30 <laughs> seconds. And Heath was like, babe, that's Chad. I know. Yeah, that was the characters are. Yeah. The characters we are have, we're about to introduce uh, some more characters that are coming out here pretty soon. Um, and, and I'm in love with some of these characters. Trigger used to make people mad and then it like i used to do the trigger character on social media just on my own yeah and and now people are like we love trigger don't do the preacher guy anymore just do trigger <laughs> oh, oh now, now people are having favorites i know now they're picking their favorites but like if you call the reverend swindle that number that's an actual number like you can call and you will reach the reverend swindle Oh, he's in trouble. We he's, got he's probably changed his 50. number by now. No, 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 no. It's us. Oh, it's you. Oh, it's, it's you. Us. Oh, we have a lot of, it's, it's we the have a lot of we set up the Reverend Swindle's call in. It's uh, we need by the way to change the message on that. We got fifty, fifty. Uh, we had fifty three when we last. Fifty three voicemails the first night that thing came in. I do have a mean so prank call, so I may. <laughs> you, know, you know, Chad, we could actually call the person back because it actually leaves their caller ID number. So if we ever get in the moment if we want to call them in character, we can do. Oh, that. it tells you who called. Oh, it tells you who called. Yeah, I love it. So this this is what we do. This is how we have fun. We we we, we play for a living. This is what we do. Oh. You know, we have we have these things. But I agree with you because you I I, I want to see how I can trigger people. Unfortunately, I think that the news media has gotten to a place where they're doing a caricature of themselves as well. I loved the the Laura Logan interview that she did with Mike Ritley on the Mic Drop podcast last week where she said that and she's she's on the left. She's she was honest. She said we've become propagandists. Well, I and, mean And that's that's very direct. I mean that's that's very straightforward to say we have become propagandists. I and mean, that's that's insulting. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot to say. I don't know if I would say that. I would say that, that in general again, um we we uh, gosh, when did Fox News Channel start? I mean, you know, cable, cable news. So cable news came about, right? And then it's like Okay, so we're doing this 24-hour news. People aren't watching it. We need to have commentary. Right. We need to have some news, some commentary, like a healthy mix, which I think was a really good idea. But then people started getting confused as to who was the commentator and who was reading the news headlines. And those lines got really blurry. And you and look, people are home with their kids. They're making breakfast. They're in and out. They hear a thing, and they're like, wow, that's the news? That was really biased. But that person was the commentator, not the news anchor. Right. Not the not the journalist. That person was on a, as a commentator. So in in a twenty four hour cycle, you have to discuss these things, and, and opinions have to be shared. Otherwise, what would you do? You know, day in day out. But then there was also, I mean, journalism changed significantly after the recession with the budget cuts. I yeah. mean, so where investigative journalism was at one time, there are some agencies that have really robust investigative units. And there are agencies that do not. Yeah. And there are agencies that are just sort of like, you know, ripping and reading, which is which is where, you know, I can kind of see where like the propaganda would come where it's like, OK, this person said this, you know, you're just reading tweets. Yeah. And, and so just reading tweets in and of itself isn't journalism because you're just regurgitating what somebody else said. Well, and Sinclair Broadcasting is a perfect example because they own all of these different networks. They own all of these thousands of local news things. And so. You've got they're reading the same type off of the same you know off the teleprompter and it, and it's like you can just compare it's all the same script and it's not just Sinclair there's several other conglomerates that are holding on to all these things mm -hmm. and you're telling and so people see these exposés of the media where they read and they're like they're all telling the same story who do we believe right and so you're looking for an independent thinker yeah so you may have to seek that out um hard there it, it's just well, it's like effort. i said it's not it's, hard it's, it's an effort it's just being a consumer and caring about because i hear a lot of people also say 
you know what, the news is too negative and I can't find somebody good, so I'm going to quit. Well, that's like saying, okay, diets are hard, so I'm going to quit. Or like exercising is hard, so I'm going to quit. Okay, yeah, you have to do a little bit more navigating right now. Yeah. You do. But the beauty is that there's a lot more, there's a lot more options out there too right now. Because a lot of people are sort of like dipping their toe into the water of trying news. People are doing news podcasts. You know, some of those out there are pretty just basic, straightforward headlines if that's what you're looking for. Yeah. But if that's what you're looking for. You're right. You know what I mean? If you're like, like I think, okay, I'm a mom. I've got a daughter who's a year and a half. I still want to be involved. I hear a lot of my mom friends saying, you know what? I don't have time for that. I, I can't sift through all this. Well, it still is our responsibility, especially as parents, to know what's going on in the world. Yeah. I mean, it, it, so so if you're going, you just, yeah, so listen to NPR for a little while. Listen to Fox News Channel for a while. Which NPR's podcast is the largest, if not, it's one of the largest, if not the largest podcast in the world. And is it really? It's, it's huge. It's huge. I mean, it's, they, because NPR, you don't get the, you don't get the, you don't pay attention to that because you're thinking, well, this is a news organization. This is not something that's built around a personality like uh, Joe Rogan uh-huh. or Mark Marin or you know Mike Rowe or these guys who do millions and millions a month of downloads. But NPR is huge. Now, NPR, yes, is left-leaning. They are left-leaning in the way they tell the news. But they are a news organization. If you tune into their podcast, you're going to listen to – the news. The news of the day, yeah. The news of the day. You, Mark, where do you get – do you have a source where you go get news? Really, mostly now, just on Twitter. I go to yeah. Twitter a lot because Twitter will at least give you a headline, and you're like, oh, that happened. Well, and so is Fox News Channel still, blo- like, not tweeting? Did you guys know about that? Right, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, so it's like – so, yeah, so you get everybody but them. Yeah. Right? Or the local affiliates and things like that. Well, the thing about Fox is so Fox is built so much around their personalities. And so their individuals are tweeting, and it's not Fox tweeting itself. Fox is doing, you know, if you have the Fox app, they're doing their breaking news, and they'll send you the headline right. or come to your deal, and you click on it, and there you go to the story. Uh, we know Fox is biased. We know CNN is biased. We know MSNBC is biased. NBC is biased. You can go – if we turned on MSNBC right now or CNN, uh, and I could take you to another studio where they're playing, they are talking about mm-hmm. Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. He is their moneymaker. He is their cash cow right now. He is the topic of the day, and they're never not. Right. So that's why I say you have to watch a little bit of everything. You do. And also, I mean, uh, like not to keep harping on the local news thing, but just by and large, you're you know, caring about what's going on in your community – those people generally don't have much of an agenda. You're exactly right. Like, and I agree with you that know, wholeheartedly. That's these are hometown journalists. Your local newspaper? Sure, but but breed a couple of them. I mean, <laughs> you know, read a couple of them. You know. That's the dangerous thing is like, okay, so I'm gonna read a couple of them. Well, now it's up to me to determine what I think is the truth and what is you know what I'm saying? What's what's the news? What's the opinion? And, and my my my. But that's the thing. Test, Look for commentator. I mean, in a byline, yeah. like, and, and if and if somebody is putting themselves out there to be a journalist, well, then hold them accountable to that too. I mean, you know, there's no, there's no, there's nothing wrong with people writing back to those journalists and saying, "Hey, so you're supposed to be a journalist." That that means they should be showing you equal parts. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. If someone's a commentator, well, then that that then you know what you're getting. It's well, like putting on cheese, like, oh, this is fat-free cheese, but it's not, like. Be fat-free cheese if that's your label. Like, I'm going to own that fat-free cheese. Yeah. If it's going to taste terrible. Cheese, be, I, mean, I know, exactly. <laughs> it's going to be boring. We were, in, uh, uh, we were in Austin the other night. Party Foul Steve and I, we were at the hotel, and they sent up a cheese tray to my room as a, like a hospitality thing oh, nice. and a bucket of beer and wine and all this stuff. And it, one of the cheeses on the board was the stinkiest, nastiest-ass cheese, which probably was delicious, but it stunk up my whole hotel room. You while just I was. couldn't do it. <laughs> and what did you do with it? I flushed it down the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to eat it. Gonna do. It smelled like shit. I was going to. Is that what I got rid of? <laughs> oh my gosh. No, I know. Sorry, it was Jenny. probably like $20 cheese. I mean, it, it was, was probably, probably like yeah, a $20 I, little. But it stunk thing. so bad, which is like, I'm not afraid of stinky cheese, but I was like, I, this is smelling up my room. It smells like. Yeah, oh, so I, I flush it down because I was like, "What am I going to do? Put it out in the hallway?" And well, the hallway you try stink? it. No, I couldn't because no. I had to go tell, speak it at this event. Tell the stunk. truth. It smelled like feet. It, I don't and know what feet smell like, Steve. I don't know what it feet smelled like. Feet. How do you he know what wanna... feet smell like, Steve? I mean, if you, your own feet. Uh, yeah, everybody's. You feet have a foot stink. fetish? Are you weird? I like feet. 
Oh my, oh, wow. my oh, oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! You and a hundred thousand people on my Facebook page. That's white privilege. That's white privilege. That's, That's white, white privilege. privilege. If you got, I can if, if you, if there ain't enough stuff on this planet to turn you on, that you got to go after somebody's nasty feet. That's white privilege. That's white privilege. That's Jussie Smollett right there. That's Jussie Smollett. Got him. Like I got to make up things to be. Yeah, that's nasty. I didn't say I loved them. You All right, back on track. I now. mean, feet, just no. It's the worst thing. It's no. the worst thing. Can't do it. Close-toed shoes around him. Noted. Mm-mm. Don't like the feet. So basically what I got from y'all in this last, uh, what y'all were talking about, is I get most of my news from memes. Uh-huh. So I need yeah. to pay Steve more attention from memes. No, for to sure. my, my liberal left far-leaning friends. I need to look at more of their memes. More of their memes, yes. Okay. Yes, and then just like the line left, them up. The left can't meme, though. The left can't meme. Sean, I'm telling you, find me some funny memes from the left. From the left? Yeah. Liberals can't meme. Really? They're terrible. Okay. The right meme's the best. The gay the gay conservatives are the best memers. I don't, I'm serious. And by the way, y'all need to follow my friend, uh, Brokeback Patriot. He's actually now <laughs> the Brokeback Patriot okay. because they shut down his Instagram. And oh. uh, also, the gay who strayed is another fun <laughs> Instagram so if you want to hear from gay conservatives, these if guys are If you're looking awesome. to get your news from memes, <laughs> you wanna, which, yeah. which everybody so, is now, but yeah. Now, I just get my entertainment from it. It's funny. So, anyway. Do you think, like, you take this Covington Catholic school kid thing that happened, and they showed just enough of the snippet to where they had the narrative they wanted to communicate. And then if you watch the full thing, I mean, people, you know, this this fake news thing is about to cost what the New York Post a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, that was that was an obvious sign of bias with the way it was cut. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that, that these are conversations that happen in newsrooms or should be happening in newsrooms across America and in national news outlets. You have to give something the time. So yeah. you have to get the, the time, the space. If you're somebody who works in media right now and you're like, eh, "I know, but but they say it's got to be 30 seconds." Like, "No, you ha- we're this is not a machine. These are yeah. people, humans, lives. We're telling stories about. So if a soundbite has to be longer, if it has to breathe in order to hear the full context, there's that's so irresponsible. Just and I'm not I'm not even talking about like that necessarily, yeah. but just in general, we have to give it time to breathe. If that means you you know cut the fun story at the end of the show, you cut the fun story at the end of the show. But yeah, we have to. I mean, you know, journalists. And we've got a ways to go because of a really bad reputation issue right now. Um, have to hold themselves to a really high standard with like, how is this going to be perceived by everybody who's watching it? And, and and if somebody saw the full video of what happened, would they see something different than what we're showing on TV today? Yeah. And that's and that's what. And let's go back to the beginning of the conversation because that's the thing I appreciate about you because you've always been objective, and you you've caught hell for it. At times, but and, and undeservedly so. I mean, you're you're wearing. Let's say you're you know you do this story on on the news in the morning, and you happen to wear a blue dress, and they're like, "How dare you support Hillary Clinton?" Right. Or you wear a red dress, and they're like, "How dare you support Donald Trump?" All you did was wear a color. Right. Yeah. 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 It's like you can't wear colors. You can't. Or for example, I I do. There are a couple things that I am open about. I'm open about my faith, yeah. and not to an extreme level, but I think that that's an okay. That's such a a part of the heart of me. Well, I mean, Hinduism is definitely been a good thing for you. It's, been a, it's helped you in so many ways. You know, so something like that. But yeah. pe- And so people might make an assumption based on that, but that's not an appropriate thing to make an assumption on somebody. If you're making an assumption based on that, you don't know enough people of faith. Yeah, well, that's true. Keep the camera you know, on Jenny. I'm pouring. Um, I'm pouring more apple oh, juice okay. here. Yeah, keep the well, keep the vanity. Me and three, yeah, right two, there. One. It's okay. all about you. Um, Let's but, talk more about her faith while I pour <laughs> apple juice in my cup. Yeah. So certain things I do, I'm open about, and it's. Um, I remember doing an interview with Gretchen Carlson actually mm-hmm. years ago um, about her book. When what she happened was, to her? She was she with today? Miss America. I don't know. I haven't heard of her in a long time. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I haven't seen her tweet go, in a while. Now we're gonna. Have I haven't to go seen to any memes in a while either. So I guess yeah. we've been getting our news from memes, and I haven't seen any Gretchen Carlson memes. But it was interesting because she was talking about how you know she she actually worked in Dallas um, at CBS in, in Dallas, um, you know, local news, and then 
worked at Fox News Channel and she was talking about how everything was so, so private and so, so tight. And then she realized I'm a person, too. So she started to share more um, of herself and her opinion and went from more of a journalist to more of a, you know, sharing of opinion. So I don't go that far. But I do think, for example, faith is something that I'm okay with sharing about, just like I'm a mom and a wife and a friend and, you know, all, all of these other things. That alone shouldn't make me, you know, somebody that can't be yeah. a journalist. Well, okay, so back when you were with Fox, I could easily go to your Twitter, and I could see what was going on, and you would post basically a headline, this is going on. Mm-hmm. You didn't put an opinion on it. Oh, but they would, thought I did. They thought you did, <laughs> and you caught the crap for it, and, and it, which was unfairly and un, unjust. But then you went over to Morning Dose, and Morning Dose was a little more – uh, a little more laid back. It was a little more Good Morning America-ish. Yes. Correct me if I'm yeah, wrong. On yeah, yeah. Well, was... I mean, Fox wouldn't even let me come on with you. Exactly. To... And I wanted to refer to that because like, the they wouldn't allow you to come on the podcast as long as you were with Fox. And I was like, you realize we've had Fox personalities. Right. But the more we go along, the more Fox these days is saying no to me. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's, a, it's a corporate situation, and that's why it's kind of a neat time in my career right now to be able to do the things that I hadn't you know that I've been restricted by I mean just it's just like when you work for any company you got to wear the uniform yeah so to speak and that does that's not a metaphor for anything else except for just you got to do what they you know tell you to do to a certain extent um <laughs> but but yeah they wouldn't let they they wouldn't let me chat with you they wouldn't let me do a couple of other events and um they kept everything pretty buttoned up in that way and then morning dose which is, was produced by Tribune um was all about see and be seen yes do this show host this event be here promote yeah. promote promote so just yeah. different philosophies i think all right i want to change gears you have you came into dallas and, and you really became a dallas personality you get to emcee a lot of mm-hmm. events you get to give back a lot you do a lot of charities do you enjoy doing those events oh yeah like sometimes like sometimes they can be well, a it's lot work. Of, of a lot of work <sighs> yeah I, I charge for those events now yeah unless you know i mean you have to, unless it's a charity that I've been involved with for a very long time and we're already donating and giving, and that's a part of, you know, that. But it's a lot of work. You know that, but, I mean, you do shows on stage all the time. Emceeing is much, yeah. much simpler than what you do. Well, I do a lot of emceeing, though. So, it's, so we have – It's we work. Have some, it's a lot of work. And then I speak at a lot of deals. And, and the thing that fascinates me is people who are hosting an event, they think that their event is the only one that you've ever done ever. So they have to make sure that you know every detail and how you how they want it done and things. And I used to give away that time and stuff, but it's a lot of work. It's a lot of energy. And every now and then I did an event this past weekend, and, and I at the end of it they wanted to pay me, and I was like, we're, we're even because it was such a good mm-hmm. event, such a good charity. And I was like, I just can't. Every now and then that'll happen, but for the most part, you you have to get paid for it. You do, yeah. And 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 now people are kind of surprised. Well, yeah. because I've worked at different TV stations, certain TV stations, I've been able to make a lot of money on the side doing thing, doing different projects and events, um, and hosting. I mean, shoot, Indy Five Hundred in Indianapolis, like I was booked at a different uh, venue, club every night, hosting their event or whatever. Yeah. Here in, in Dallas, they didn't allow that, so you couldn't. You know, you had to do all those things for free, which I did because I loved those charities. Yeah. But now it's like, yeah, it's work, and they'll send you the they'll send you the script like five minutes before with a thousand changes, <laughs> yeah, exactly. and they're like, oh yeah, do this, do this, and thank this person. Oh, and um, can you wear this outfit that you don't already have? <laughs> and you know, people think you're kidding. They're you're you're not kidding. It, that happens a lot. And then the yeah. other night, I had to, <laughs> I was emceeing this event and. It was I was there for hours and it was a dinner event, so I figured, oh, they'll feed me or something. No? Oh no. <laughs> I I called favor. I'm like up there on stage. Favor. <laughs> sometimes I'll do these events like I hate having to go like I love people I do, but sometimes you can overdose on people. Yeah. And and you know, I did three speaking events this last in just in the last week, all three out of town. And it's always the same catered, you know, here's the salad. I would have the, taken that catered you know, salad and, and, and rubber so I chicken. It used to be I wouldn't eat. Like I, like before I was going to speak or whatever, I was like, no, I'm not going to eat. And I just, because now, no, I eat. Yeah. I ain't scared of it. I mean, you have to. Yeah. So, okay, so I'm curious <laughs> to know. Some, we need hey, some food here. That's what, oh, you what? ate off my plate so you didn't have to go stand in line. Yeah, I had the salad. <laughs> and, well, the line was massive. And one of the things I put Are in my. Are you public with your keto? 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We talk okay. about keto all okay. the time. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. what do you eat at the banquets? I always feel like it's kind of hard to find like It is. It's it's almost it's it can, it's it's it, well, okay. So with like with keto, obviously people think, well, you just eat the meat, eat the meat. Well, you can't and do high protein. protein. You gotta have the fat. <laughs> so um, I'll I'll eat the I'll eat the oil and vinegar on the salad. And, I'll take and like a side like of that. ranch, like a very yeah. large side of ranch. Yeah. And I've been off the keto for a couple of weeks. I had to take a little break from it, but I'm still very primal. I'm still very paleo primal. Oh, well, yeah. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> no. um, he will so, tear his way so, through a McDonald's. So I lot. look. I love McDonald's. Everybody knows I love McDonald's. God bless McDonald's. Um, but I'm I'm easy on the carbs because you know ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody. So I'm about to get back into it hard and heavy because listen, when I do keto, I do keto. I mean, I go hard on. Oh. It's it's like I'm under 20 grams of carbs a day. So what do you take on the road? Like what are your staples? I take the MCT oil. I okay. take my travel packets. And I will take um, – I've got the Man Sports supplements. we got some of that stuff. And I'm not like a beef jerky fan, and I don't like things like um, – um, I feel like beef jerky is so your brand. No, I'm not. How are I just you not can't, a beef jerky fan? It's just too chewy, and it gets into teeth. And it, Like some beef jerky I can do, but I've never been a beef jerky. I've never been like a pork rind person. Oh, that's too bad because pork rinds are perfect for keto. Pork rinds are – so I've had to make myself <laughs> eat the pork rinds and do it. But I try to do smart keto, so I try to – Okay, you know, you're, so you're trying to do it in a helpful way. Like oh, get yeah, some yeah, veggies because for in. me it's a lifestyle. Yeah. I, it's not a diet. Who taught you um, that? Steve, party foul Steve did party, party foul Steve, and then all of a sudden I got in there and I was better at it than he was. Yeah, I check multiple sources and I yeah. get my news from accurate places. I know. Well, it's true because so. I tried to get you a quest bar. Like after he was telling me he was doing keto, I, everybody in the newsroom had done keto, so I haven't done it, but all my friends have. Yeah. So I feel like I'm an expert. And I was like, oh, <laughs> take this quest. He's like, oh no, 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 too much protein. Nope, too much protein. Can't do it. <laughs> and that's the, that's the, the thing is you get so. No, the big thing for me is traveling with the MCT oil. Make sure that you put it in your coffee. I put it in my water. Oh. I even put the oil in my water. Oh. So, so I'll put that the so, so I'll get the Pellegrino or the Perrier or whatever sparkling water is out there, and I always put a little bit of flavor additive in there, like Mio or whatever it is. But I'll I'll put the oil. I'll put the fat in the water. That's just not okay. It's it sounds That's weird. Not it's okay. It definitely sounds weird, but you've got to get the fat in there, and it works. Oh, you know what you need to make. Mm. Okay, have you ever made coconut oil mixed with stevia and cocoa powder? I don't even know what you're talking about. Okay, put it in the freezer. It's like chocolate. Really? Yes. Like you just stir it up? Yes, and so you could eat that instead of putting oil in your water. I'm just saying like maximize so the, the oil fun of this is, The oil is your liquid in there, and you just took the stevia and the cocoa. cocoa powder. And then stir it up and put it in like ice cube trays or anything like that, and then it's like a chocolate. Okay. It's What's the ratio? Delicious. You- well, until you get a consistency, yeah, Steve. Right. It's kind of like maybe like a tablespoon of coconut oil, a half a tablespoon of cocoa powder, and mm. maybe a few drops of stevia or a half a packet of stevia. But you're That's a health nut. Yeah. You're a workout I love freak. My, I love my healthy recipes. Yes. Yeah. And you're, you're a um, – like I, I find with keto, I can – and people are sick of hearing me talk about keto. I can eat keto great on the road. Like I, I yeah. sometimes – I. Like when I'm on, when I'm in it, I'm in it. Like there's no cheating for me. So, but, but keto is easy to not cheat because you have no cravings. You and there's no options. You're eating oil <laughs> and water. Does Jade cook? Will she? Cook? Oh, Jade doesn't cook. Okay. Oh, Jade don't okay. do the cook. So thing. that's just no, done. you don't Jade have to worry doesn't. about that. No, we eat out. Okay. We eat out. Really? Uh, Jade, Jade, Jade can fix, fix, two or three different things. Her homemade chili is she, something else. <laughs> <laughs> She's not here. I can Steve, say you're that. gonna get your ass in trouble. Is what you're gonna get. Um, no, Jada cut you. Now it's good chili, but but her homemade chili does involve opening a can of Wolf Brand. <laughs> no, it's not <laughs> chili. So is that I love you, Jade. Yeah, I was just playing. Is that but, oh, that's chili? funny. That ain't homemade chili. I had a girlfriend. He say, says that because I mean, I'm sorry, Jane, you, but no, no. he said he's he's saying it because she calls it her homemade chili, <laughs> and then she started talking about how she made it, and everybody was like, eh, "You could hear the record just scratch." <laughs> just, Whoa. Anyway. Well, she heated it up and served it. I and love it my wife. Came with love. And it, I so love my go wife, Jane. and it's good, and I eat it. It's good. Go Jade. Yeah. Um. Oh, I had a I had a girlfriend when I first got married because uh, I got married later in life, and all my friends have been married for ten years by then. Mm-hmm. And they said, "Jenny, here's the key. <laughs> you need to prepare for him popcorn and a protein shake for dinner." And you say, "Honey, look what I have prepared." 
because then like the one time a week you do make a good meal yeah he thinks you are the queen it's only up from there yeah yeah like don't go in there trying to be seven day a week homemade meal wife go in there being one day a week terrible meal wife protein shake and popcorn and maybe one day a week of (laughs) <laughs> something else you know and then it balances i know out. the number to domino's pizza that's yeah. the thing bougie sean is your wife a cook no i'm the cook in the house you're the cook see i'm the I'm cook in the house home right now and make a pomegranate molasses chicken wait a minute now sweet potato and bok choy he forgot so popcorn and doing. protein shake you, you, that's you, what i do nice you have a menu that includes bok choy that's the vegetable that the, that's the vegetable that the kids eat so what kind of kids? My baby's quarter Asian somewhere. In that <laughs> she has to eat the bok choy. Let's just go with it. <laughs> so, so get this. So, Bougie Sean, for those of you who have missed prior That's episodes, Bougie Sean is uh, uh, so bougie. He's so bougie. He is. He is. You're like one of those. Uh, you're like one of those dog mixes. One of these boutique dogs, <laughs> like boutique breeds, like a schnoodle, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. like like a like a whatever those deals are. Multi poo. Yeah. He's he's Chinese Jamaican. Oh, How the hell does that combination even come exclusive. together? How does that happen? Yeah, they, they migrated from China. <laughs> somebody somebody went from got China to Jamaica. Some both, some <laughs> Columbus, the Asian Columbus got crisscrossed and went land in Jamaica. <laughs> no, we uh, <laughs> they're, they're somebody <laughs> opened two containers side by side. <laughs> Did you say bomb, pomegranate? Molasses. Molasses. Wow. Yeah. I'm coming to your house, dude. I just want to try. I, mean, I could make some food. We'll make some food. I, yeah. Ask Mark. He knows. I, I've cooked Mark food. knows what's up. I've had, Mark's had my jerk pork. Whoa. 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 That do. was an interesting whoa. night. Oh, Jenny's in the room. Hang on now. Sit over here. <laughs> oh, Mr. Foot over here. <laughs> Where do we go to CPAC this week? Trying some of Bougie Sean's jerk pork. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> Nothing's off limits, right? Isn't that the deal? Oh. So anyway, I want to talk about, and I'm not going to say your daughter's name, but you had the, uh, not by yourself, but you did most of the work. You had the most beautiful child that's ever been born on the planet. Thank you. I was in. She loves you. I was on a, uh, and you're free to say her name, but I'm not saying her name because I know how that goes. So right. The, the cutest um, name ever. The um, just beautiful, beautiful child. And I texted your husband, Heath. I said, I'm sitting in first class. Yes, because that's how I fly. I was sitting in first class, right. and these people were showing off these baby pictures, you know, because everybody becomes family in first class after a couple of vodkas. And, you right. know, it's <laughs> so true. anyway, they're like, oh, this is a beautiful. I said, no, 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 no. You did not. I said, let me get on Instagram. <laughs> I'm going to show you the most beautiful child. The and you pulled her out. You has <laughs> ever seen. And I pulled her up, oh, and she is something. Look at Brighton in first yeah, class. She's a something. She was, yeah, we showed her off. That's been, she's growing so fast. Oh, you know how it is. I mean, it's crazy. I know. I was texting my two oldest daughters this morning who were in college. It's crazy. I still see them. I want them to be that size oh. for a couple hours. And then I want them to go back to be able to wipe their own butts. Yeah, but, but I was going to say, did you ever potty train? Because uh, we yeah. did. And we watched the. So, so let me just say. Do you have tips? Because I would accept them right okay, now. Okay, so we, I can't recommend my tips. Like, um, how are we doing on time, Mark? How are we doing? I really we need these tips. Minutes. We're 48 minutes. Okay, so we'll <laughs> wind it up here in a minute. But I just want to tell you, so so like my Olivia, Olivia, uh, she, fought, she, she just turned 15, just turned 15 back in uh, February 5th, earlier this month. So Olivia, the only way you could potty train her, like she was one of those stubborn kids. Because after we had the first two, and they were just the best human beings mm-hmm. ever. And I was like, we can have 100 of these. Uh-huh. And then Olivia came <laughs> and ruined that theory. And so Olivia, Olivia was stubborn and she'd sit on the potty and we would have to watch the polar express now for her we had those little pop-up dvd things that you could play the it had to be the polar express and she'd watch like half the freaking movie just sitting on the toilet i'm like look we're not here to be comfortable we're here to poop okay so she wouldn't go she would watch the whole and so like we (laughs) we would just be like nodding off like this just trying to get her to poop so there, there were, you know, all these different things. I don't know. You just got to make them do it. Like, here's me in the middle of the night. It's like midnight, and I'm Googling every single possible tip. I'm, like, writing back on random blogs. I'm in all these Facebook groups. It's <laughs> it's a complete disaster. So you're potty training. Oh, it just happens? It does. I mean, my oh, pot- they will at some point oh, in time. When oh. I was in kindergarten, 
<laughs> they will at some point. Your friends start making fun of you. Go in. <laughs> yeah. okay. Like when you're in, when you're playing t-ball, sitting in right field, pissing your pants, they will mock you, and you'll be yes. like, you know what? Maybe this whole toilet Maybe thing so. has oh. some merit. Yeah, my kid took it. She she took her time, and then it was just the process. Was, all right, we're gonna sit here. We sat. I mean, same thing. I sat on the toilet with her, and I'm like, are we gonna be here all day? Yeah, and just wait for it to happen. Now, girls are and, different from boys. Their hormones and all that affect, you know, the urges and stuff like that. They don't like have that. hormones at 18 months. Hormones? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they do. Go read it. I, I Three girls, Take back boy. my request for advice. <laughs> Party foul Steve gets his news from memes. Right. So, trust me, parenting advice. Although he has raised four really good kids. I, you know, got to give it to him. I don't know that he was involved, but he, they're was pretty there. good kids. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> never, never take potty training advice from a marine with long hair. Oh, that's that's man. right there. That's a t-shirt. We should hey, do that as a t-shirt. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I, I wish I had. Like, there's no shortcuts with parenting. There's. Oh, that's. A, I mean, that is the truth. Yeah. Everything. There's. It's a human being. It's a human yeah. being, and they're at a place. You know, and it's that's hard. You know, but you guys have. Uh, done a fantastic job i love just watching this kid eat like you have that little i was in i thought about y'all yesterday because we went in this little boutique shop jade and i did we were in downtown fort worth and we went in this, and they had the little thing like her little bib that she wears that has yes, the little the holder the, the catcher. catches the food and she's always just like i know that i know that avocado's right there i'll get to it in a minute she said she does save like, it for later it she's like mm, i'll eat that later i'm gonna pick up one of these honeycombs right here mm. Mm, that tastes like Sean Bougie Sean's pomegranate maple molasses. <laughs> That's true. That's an accurate representation. Girl, who put this bok choy in here? <laughs> Sean That's how I Sean bok choy. <laughs> now y'all know why we call him Bougie Sean. He's cooking with freaking bok choy to feed the kids. Yeah. I mean, what else? What else is? Shut there? up, Sean. Just no. I mean, that's legit. This. I'm getting his recipe later. <laughs> I got some bon appetit. I got some bon appetit. Pepper. Bon Appetit is the best Bacon magazine home. to get cooking recipes from. A few years ago, I was working local news. I interviewed uh, Ruth Reichel, who was the editor-in-chief of Bon Appetit, and we walked around the whole place, and she said, every, if you go to the recipe from Bon Appetit, if you follow it to a T, it's going to come out exactly how it is. They do so many tests on it, and every recipe really? I've ever done to a T is phenomenal on it. So we, got, so we got into the uh, HelloFresh deal where they deliver. Oh, yeah. The, do you love it? it? I, yeah, we do. But but I have to be careful with it because it's not all keto. It's, right. But it's still it's a very healthy meal. Jade loves it because it sends all the right amounts and, so, and like she has a blast. Like she, had, you know, they'll get in there and they'll and when I say they, the kids, you know, she's in there like with Brandon and they're in there cooking and they're just having a great time yeah. doing it because it sends all the right amounts. You just put it in the deal and it, it's it, they send you these big placards that tell you, okay, here's what you're gonna do. So she does cook. She does. She does. I like to give Jay go HelloFresh. Yeah, but HelloFresh is great. So we, um, I burped. We, we're on the. Uh, we're on the. Uh, did you hear that? Could you? Yeah, it was right there. Boom. There it is. I. It's the apple juice. I am on the road so much that I don't really get to enjoy it as much as. Yeah. But it really is fantastic. Everything they send you like three meals in a box, and uh, we I should get it. paid. I yeah, get paid so I was going to ask if you were sponsored by them. No. No, they do. You need, yeah, you need to get that because you guys are already doing it, and yeah. they definitely have. And the food's good. Yeah, the, we, the food we did is it a, a few the, times. The recipes are actually good. They're good. But then I just thought, I, mean, yeah. I don't know. I already I cooked my popcorn and protein I, shakes, yeah, so you know, I, I got know. my thing going. I don't know. They haven't. HelloFresh hasn't sent us popcorn and shakes yet. But I, mm. um, I'm a kitchen guy. I love being in the kitchen. I I love to do it, and but I just don't have the time to do it anymore. So when you do. When you do cook, it's all out. I'm guessing. Yeah, like so, uh, like all the Christmas dinners, all the Thanksgiving dinners, all of those major event dinners. I cook them all by myself. Everything, really? all of them. Yes, I, I receive. My mother-in-law will bring over a sweet potato casserole, which I don't even care for because I'm not a sweet potato guy. Uh-huh. But I will eat a little bit of it because she makes a good one, I guess. Um, but I cook it all. Everything you name wow. it. the full you name it. It's on the table. I cook it all. That's impressive. And I make it all come out at the same time. Do you have 10 ovens? 
No, but I, I'm, I'm an artist, so I do what I do. No, I, I'm serious when I say that. Like my mother, that was a big thing growing up. My mother used to get so pissed off at my father because she was like, and my father worked hard. Yeah. And my father was not a healthy man because he had diabetes and stuff like that. And for the longest time, he didn't know he had diabetes. And so my father would work hard early mornings, late nights, and he would come home. He would eat his dinner and what happened, sit in front of the TV in his recliner and he'd fall asleep. And my mother, that used to frustrate her. She was like, you're not going to do that. You're going to cook. You're going to learn how to cook. You're going to do these things and all that. And then the big thing was you got to make it all come out at the same time. So you can't have mashed potatoes that have been sitting on the counter for right. 45 minutes while you're still waiting on the it is know, an art. macaroni and cheese. Yeah, it's definitely an art, especially on a holiday like that. I've, yeah. I did a, a couple of them. Well, actually, ever since I've gotten married, it's like now our moms do. Our, the mothers-in-laws yeah. have done it, and I haven't done a full meal. But it's like, yeah, I mean, I feel like I had a spreadsheet. <laughs> you know, like this goes in at this time, and then you run over to the neighbors and use their oven for this item at this time. And this was made yesterday, but packaged in this way. Yeah, I'm proud of lot. you, Jenny. Thank you. First of all, because you put up with your husband. Thank you. That dude. Anyway, your Twitter is at Jenny. Jenny and Chondo, and Chondo TV. TV. Mm-hmm. At Jenny and Chondo. I want everybody okay. to go right there and follow at Jenny and Chondo TV on Twitter. And I have people that say, well, we don't do Twitter. You should do Twitter. Yeah. You, you, people should do they Just You don't have to comment. Just get on there and, and, and read what's going on. Or it's, do it's, Instagram. Do Get on Instagram. Is it I the same on Instagram? It's no, just Jenny and Chondo on at, Facebook and Instagram. At Jenny and Chondo on Instagram and Jenny and Chondo on Facebook. Yes. Are you Twitter? You're Twitter verified. I'm Twitter verified. When I left Vox, I became unverified on Instagram. So if anybody has any tips. How is that possible? I don't know. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Isn't that weird? I'm still verified. On, oh, and I became unverified on Facebook, but I had to get re- I got re-verified on Facebook and, and hate all Twitter, that. but not on Instagram. Which And I like Instagram because I think Instagram's just fun and positive and I love cool. Instagram. And I love the swipe up. I can post an article. People can swipe up or not. They can move on. I do... Like random polls, I show my husband behind the scenes, my daughter. I just think it's fun. Well, you do a great job of that on your 24-hour story because you click on that thing and you're talking and you're, hey, hey, guys. <laughs> that is what I, I need to switch hey it guys. up. I need to switch it up. <laughs> no, nah, it's good. We have our things. We all do, you know. And so I, it's, it's fun to do it, and I love keeping up with the family because y'all are family, and, and, and I just love y'all. Well, we love you, and we're and just so proud of everything you're doing, and we you. love, love, love your show and and the large cast of characters. It's not all about me, you know. Sometimes we got to have Bougie Sean and Metro <laughs> Jason. Metro Jason is so vain; he doesn't even stick around unless he's going to be like premiered on the show. Like he's got to be primary. Jason hits the road. Where is he? He needed to make. He up. left. He left. He left because he's he's working on the episode actually. Is he? Oh, he's working. I, look, I can't say anything. Those guys work. They, they, Sean and Jason and Party Foul and Mark, they, they work hard. They work. I mean, Mark just kind of sits there. He's like, he's like a decoration for the room. And yeah, I'm, I'm just here to look at it. Just hit a button. You didn't even put socks on today. No. What's wrong with well, you? no show socks. <laughs> Heads. <laughs> I know. So anyway, Jenny, thanks for coming on the show. Oh, thank you I for want people. Me. What's next for you? Do you have any idea or are you just making it up as you go along? I'm definitely making it up as I go along. I'm actually working on a video project, but this is... Have I told you about the new fitness business? <laughs> okay, well, that's like a tell whole us, other tell story. Tell us about it. Come on. Um, we, this, is, this is the Chad Prather Show extra. This is the, okay, the, sorry. Uh, this is the after hours. I'll make Here it short. Go. You guys need to try this wherever you are, but there is a facility called Hotworks, mm-hmm. which is a workout inside of an infrared sauna. So here's the deal. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. I went to it a month ago. People have ago. too much time on their hands to come up with this stuff. No, no, no. You have too much time on your hands to not – you have to do this. It's efficiency. So what if I was like, oh, let me tell you about all the benefits of infrared sauna. Well, like you're going to have time to work out and go to the sauna. No. You're going to do both at once. Work out inside the sauna. So you're getting the benefits of the infrared heat, which is detoxification, and then you're working out at the same time. Give me the vanity shot. Do you, give me the vanity shot. Feel me? Come on. Give me – this just in, social media star and podcast host Chad Prather with Blaze TV was found dead in an infrared sauna <laughs> while trying to exercise in 137,000 degrees. At least he didn't die sticking meth up his butt like I the guy in LA. Wait. I cannot wait.
wait for us to open up so you can come. Oh, I'm coming. You're going to love it. Do you see the dude in L.A.? And that's a sad story. Do you see that guy, KT, KTLA? The dude, he, they found him in a hotel. He was having a sexual relationship with a man he met on Grinder, and he put meth rocks up his butt along with other things, and he died because he vomited inside of his rubber mask. That's that's America, folks. That's where we're living. <laughs> it wasn't in an infrared sauna. He, he, was, a, he was an anchor at KTLA. Yes. And so anyway, yeah. No, it wasn't in a... Hey, but you don't know what's going to go on in your infrared sauna. We do. We'll have security cameras. Okay. So just right. wash your back. <laughs> Literally. So I went to, I, I tried this a month ago. I, the second that I left, I called their corporate headquarters and I was like, I'm obsessed with this. I need to know more. I need to open up one near me. Everyone needs to try this. So you're franchising. And then, yeah. And then we went to New Orleans. Remember when we went yeah, to New yeah, Orleans? Sure. That's what that was about. Okay. Um, or for me. And then, um, and then I met the creators yeah and so i'm gonna open one so anyway that's just like a random side project i love it good you for you have to what's come it called to it. again hot works h-o-t-w-o-r-x see i knew they had to do an x in there like you can't just put k-s anymore you're gonna hot that's not sexy w-o-r-x hot works hot works bougie sean we're going to hot works i'm not doing hot works you're doing hot works you're going to do hot works if i'm doing hot i'm gonna no, no, no in, not in New Orleans. You're not going to the Pride Parade I do, I do party spin. foul. I'm good. I'm no. going to spin. Spin? I spin. Oh, well, th- we have, there, like are, spin. there are spin bikes inside of one of the saunas. Inside a sauna? Yes, it's a Steve, this is a recipe for disaster. No, it's amazing. I'm I love it. I'm going to so do it. Anything that makes me sweat to death. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. It's a perfect combo for keto. I'm going to die pretty. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to die pretty. Go to where you get podcasts. I don't care if you just watch this episode. I want you to still go where you get podcasts and hit subscribe to the Chad Prather Show. You can get it on any platform you need it, whether it's Apple, Android, whatever you do. You can go to Stitcher, SoundCloud, hit download, hit subscribe. I want you to get notified every week. And I don't care if you just play a podcast episode for 20 seconds. I want you downloading this thing. We need you to do it. Thank you, Jenny, for coming on. You are ever lovely, ever inspiring. I appreciate you so much and your family. So God bless you. Always welcome on here and um, keep telling the truth. Thank you, Chad. I like that. Thank you so much. You're awesome. awesome. Thank you. Don't you love my look at my look at my uh, logo here? And let's just admire every every episode. We try to take a minute to just admire admire the decal right here on the front. The Chad Prather Show. We actually have uh, we're making some whiskey glasses that have the bullet. Have you seen the ones with the bullet? That are embedded in the glass, and we're going to have that logo on those whiskey well, that's tumblers. That's I know. We're going to start sitting out here. We're going to we're going to drink with some class that has a bullet. Not allowed in Washington D.C. because you can't bring guns into Washington D.C. Anyway, so on behalf of everybody hanging out here in the studio, Jenny and Chondo, thank you so much for coming in here. We love you guys. God bless you, and we will talk to you next week. Bye.